a few days with the Apple Vision Pro. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by the Mac Voices Dispatch, our weekly newsletter to keep you up on all the latest from Mac Voices. Watch or listen to Mac Voices straight from your email client. Sign up at macvoices.com newsletter and stay up to date. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, Mac Voices Live is back. We were off for a couple weeks uh, due to some schedule conflicts, but here we are. We're delighted to be back. We're delighted you're with us, and we're delighted that the folks in the chat room are here with us as well. We've got a great show. We're just going to dive right in. Um, but we will say that we are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. It's 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is where you, wherever you are. That is our designated time. We're here Tuesday nights doing this. We'd love to have you join us. If you're seeing this in the feeds, mark your calendar. Come next time. I'm going to go around the room and just introduce everybody and take it from there. Um, so, and as usual, I just take my my screen as I see it, probably not the way you see it. Um, Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here, taking the top spot. Brian, good to have you. Hey, thank you so much. Glad to be here. It's been too long. It has been. It has been two 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 weeks. Seems like forever. It's it, and, it just. I really missed it. And only one out of four, right? Yes, or one out of five, one out of five actually. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you know we got to get back on back in the uh, in the groove here. Um, moving over to a second slot tonight is David Ginsburg, who is uh, looks a little different because he's coming to us for an undisclosed location. I'm not sure who who he's hiding <laughs> from, but David, good to have you. Good to be here. It's it's a pleasure. Yes, we did miss you in this uh, last two weeks, but so glad we're here. And uh, I am at a hotel and uh, I'm having a work event going on uh, tomorrow morning. So I'm staying overnight. Sounds good. Well, that way you won't be late. That's exactly. I just walk down the hall. I'm in the room. Yep. There you go. There you go. Nice. A special guest tonight. Uh, we have Marty Gensius with us. Uh, if you don't know Marty, he was a presenter at MacStock this year talking about AI. He's a professor at Kent State University. And... Marty, it's great to have you. Thanks so much for coming. I am really happy to be here uh, with this group, and uh, thanks for inviting me. We'll see if you still feel that way by the end of the evening. I'll, I'll work hard at it. Okay, well, it may be work. <laughs> um, Eric Bolden couldn't be with us tonight, so he sent us a disembodied head. Uh, so, <laughs> Eric, hands, too. Oh, yes, hands. <laughs> Disembodied hat and kind of weird fady hands that show up sometimes. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric is coming to us from inside his uh, his Apple Vision Pro, so we will obviously talk more about that. Eric, good to have you. Thanks so much for coming. Oh, nice to be here. A little squished, but you know, <laughs> okay, fun. Okay. I must say though, I do miss the the bird backgrounds. That's the only thing. So. <laughs> But maybe in the next. Yeah, I haven't figured out how to fix the fake pictures in the back, but yeah, yeah that's all right. <laughs> Future update. Mark, yes, Mark Fuccio is here <laughs> with a with a football themed background. Gee, I have no idea why, Mark. <laughs> oh, you don't, Chuck. You know, yeah. you need to get a life. You're making too many. You're spending too much time in the editing room. <laughs> well, I don't disagree with that. I don't on either count, unfortunately. So. 
Yeah, I was hoping Webb could be here because, you know, but, uh, you know, he's with us in the chat room. But without him live, you know, we can't quite trash talk each other's teams. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to uh, we'll just have to uh, you know, hope for a good game this coming Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Like we said pre-show, I I really hope that somebody wins the game and nobody loses yeah. it because that that makes for a much more satisfying result and a lot more fun watch. So, but we'll see. Last but absolutely not least, Mr. Jim Ray is in the house. Jim, good to have you as always. I am live, not on not on Vision Pro. Oh, oh dang, I, I screwed it up. I had that all planned. All right, hang on. I'll be right back. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> this is a first. Huh. Oh, guys. Oh. <laughs> okay. There we go. Is, I, am, is that the, I am coming from my Vision Pro. Is that the budget version, Jim? <laughs> and and uh, the uh, the pass through video is just incredible. I am having I am having trouble. I'm having some trouble installing apps. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, are you still glad you came? <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I was I, I was going to say I can see his eyes really well. Uh, yeah, through that. <laughs> so it has 24 hour battery life, right? Uh, not in a row. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in case you haven't figured it out, that's probably going to be at least our first topic and probably our main topic for this evening, um, because we are less than a week now from the launch of the Vision Pro, and you know it's it's out there. Um, Obviously, Eric has one because he's coming to us from within it. Uh, Marty, you have one as well. And the rest yep. of us have a lot of questions. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'll I'll start with you, Marty. Since we're getting to see Eric's, uh, how Eric looks, is that similar to the experience you're finding inside it, what we see? Or is it a completely different thing? Well, that's what you see when you join a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting. Um, that's the persona. And a lot of people have been saying the persona's ugly, why I hate this. They don't take into consideration that they're ugly without the persona, that they're, it's just really a true reflection. Eric, what do you think about it? He sort of looks like a memorial, you know. If <laughs> yeah, Eric, did we lose? Did we lose? We, we lost his. He's going to love those comments when he watches the show later. I I am enjoying it. Um, and, you know, the experience inside is is different than what you're seeing in terms of uh, what Eric is. What you're seeing is Eric's persona projection into into Zoom. And it's a little weird. I mean, I have done persona in Zoom meetings, um, but I get less self-conscious about it when I do it. Um, after a while, you lose the self-consciousness about how you are and how you look. So, well, listen, it's I know people that are they're self-conscious just using a regular webcam. And a webcam is a, a very accurate representation of what they really look like, and they're self-conscious. So at some oh, point, yeah, that's why they're self-conscious. 
Well, yeah, maybe so, Jim. Um, but oh, oh there's okay. We have we have a new Eric now. The Eric, can you hear it? Some audio difficulties. That's okay. That's that's natural. Ah, yeah, work on it. Oops. But no, I you know I think it's something that this is going to be another one of those things that evolves that we're all going to ha- we're going to be getting used to a lot of different representations. I mean some some people just want to put a still picture up. Some people don't even want to do that. And I know a lot of people that are uncomfortable with webcams. So this probably is not going to help those people because they're going to be even more conscious of the fact that they don't look like what they really look like. Yeah. I, you know, people will make their own choices around boundaries that they're going to use. So maybe they'll do zoom without the headset. Um, so the persona doesn't come up. Maybe they'll put still pictures up on it, uh, still uh, still pictures uh, on it uh, instead of trying to do live. But that's where people set their own boundaries with it. Yeah, Eric, I don't know if you can hear me, so I'll ask you both. Um, can you? Do we have audio? Okay. Yep. Okay. Good. It's back. Okay. Um, so, so what what is the experience like for connecting the Vision Pro to Zoom? Is it just a matter of selecting it as <laughs> inputs, or is it a little bit more challenging? There are a lot of instructions that show up on screen. So far, none of them have actually done what it says. It says, you know, do this, this, this now, click on the URL, and poof, you'll be there. So... The only thing that has worked so far for me is to open up Zoom on another machine and then a message will pop up saying switch machines. And Hmm. so the connection's coming through my computer and then I'm just transferring it to the headset. I have no idea why, but I've only had like three or four Zoom calls. So I haven't really had time to work on that. I used it for um, uh, our Mac users group in Northeast Ohio. And I wound up, it wound up cutting out on me three times during the hour where I lost audio. I lost microphone and audio, which is one of the reasons I didn't wear it uh, coming in, uh, coming into this show because my fear of it cutting out as it did in my user group. What, what kind of Marty, we on a hardwired connection. Uh, well, no, I was, it's Wi-Fi, um, and, um, because it's the the way the headset is. So, um, and I have fairly strong Wi-Fi bandwidth here, uh, but it was something, I don't know what it was. If I looked at something else or if I activated some other program that was in, in competition with it, but it did drop out on me a couple of times. I had to, uh, close out of the zoom room and come back in like Eric just did. So, Eric, you know what we, pardon me, you know what the, you know, the crew here typically looks like. What's the experience like inside the Vision Pro? Are you seeing decent representations of us? Or are you just seeing as if we were just on the video screen, you know, in your monitor as normal? Well, it's, it's awesome. But everybody's a little bit bigger than life. So I started out the meeting and I put you on the other side of the room like three or four times life size. That was cool. Um, Unfortunately, it adjusts the audio to make it seem like everyone is on the other side of the room. 
and so it's kind of echoey and distant. So then you, there's there are little grab bars in the window, so you can grab it and then bring the window closer, and then it's back to. So if you bring the window kind of you know about where the monitors normally are, then everybody sounds just fine. It's plenty loud. There's no echo. Um, it's just a little. It's maybe twice the size of the display normally. Um, that part's kind of cool. Um, because you preset the, the, the virtual image separately. You know, I'm not actually wearing anything right now, but you can't tell that because no, <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> uh, I did it again. Well, face no plant doesn't work either because, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's so, so basically when you do the virtual image, the trick seems to be lots and lots and lots of light when you first build that image don't do it in the middle of the night with a crumpled up shirt because your shirt will be forever crumpled and no amount of stretching of your shirt will fix it because it's burned in until you redo it uh, but yeah other than that it worked pretty well and then the, the like if you take a portrait shot you know where you can adjust the lighting um where you you know add a little extra boost of lighting to get rid of bags under your eyes and stuff uh, you can do the same thing with a persona uh, and, where you put some extra virtual light on it. You know, I wear glasses normally, but you can't wear glasses when you do the persona. You have to put the virtual glasses on as an option. Um, so that's one of the, you know, and it, the virtual glasses just did not look good on me in terms of choices. Look much better on Eric uh, than they did on me. So I, my persona is without glasses. Mm. Mm. So that brings me to the question, another question, and that is, did you buy the optical inserts, uh, either one or both of you? And how did how is that process and how do you find it as far as being accurate and your vision being nice and crisp and clear as a result of using them? The inserts are awesome. They're little magnetic things. They just drop in um, and and then it's like wearing a regular glasses. The only thing I wasn't sure about, and I didn't get an answer when I asked Apple about it. Um, so I have a computer prescription that will, um, uh, you know, that's assuming I'm working off a display that's about 29 inches away. And then I have regular glasses for like driving and outdoors. I don't use reading glasses because if I'm reading, I just take my glasses off because I'm nearsighted. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, but the, the computer glasses magnify things a tiny bit. So if I had it to do again, I might try doing the computer glass prescription instead of the, instead of the full uh, normal driving glasses, um, just to see if I can boost the size on things a little bit. Um, but I, I can read everything in front of me. The The only time I have a problem is the pass-through part. Because stuff in real life that would be a little bit blurry, but isn't if I wear my reading glasses, is a little bit blurry in pass-through. So th that's the only issue I've had. I had lots of problems ordering and getting any information about the prescriptions altogether. Because I called into Apple a couple of times the week before to try and get the answers to the questions I had around prescriptions. 
I wear contact lenses, disposables for mid-distance and far distance. And then when I'm using readers, uh, when I'm on a computer, I use readers. Um, so I wanted to know which prescription do I send in? And it just happens that my doctor wrote a prescription that was rather confusing anyways. So having saved up money to get this thing and wanting to get it right away, I wound up buying readers that I would normally use with my contact lenses for computer work. And then I bought a prescription for without for for glasses without my contacts. And frankly, what I've been using is just my contacts without the readers. It seems to work well with uh, work well enough for me. If you put the lenses in and you haven't used lenses before, you have to go through a whole eye readjustment. And but then it'll it'll remember it and it'll recognize whatever option you come in with. Um so there's that process too. So I think I have with I have contacts and it's recorded in there. I have contacts with the readers and I have the lenses without the contacts. And so you have three options to choose from. And it's able to recognize that. But with 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 lenses, you have to have a further distance uh, in the light shield. So they they give you a thicker cushion to wear that they recommend you put on if you're putting lenses on because it it makes the focal distance a little bit further that work that works with lenses. Uh, but right now, just the plain mid and, and distant contact uh, that I'm using without the lenses is what I'm kind of defaulting to. Marty, just to clarify, when you're talking about contacts, contacts with readers and all, these are settings. We're not talking about you actually wearing readers with the goggles on. Is that correct? Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not wearing yeah. readers with you. You can't wear glasses, but you can buy the inserts that that mimic because there's two options. You there's a prescription option and then there's a reader option for the lenses that you can buy. I wound up buying both um, to see which one would work or that there might be some times in the evening where I'm not wearing context that I want to use the lenses to to use the use it with. But yeah. Got it. Just wanted to be sure. Just wanted to be sure. Um, Eric, would you turn your head a little bit? Okay. Um, Barry in the chat room said he couldn't even tell that your persona had virtual glasses. And I admit it's... Oh, it, I, can you I, see I, on the edge now? Yeah. Yeah. They they show up just a little bit. When you're looking straight on, it is it is hard to tell. I mean, I guess because the frames are... the Im the, the image of the frames is so thin. Yeah, it's not very realistic. The glass is clean. That like almost never happens. <laughs> you will, yeah, yeah. I I actually earlier pinned you because I before we even talked about it, I was wondering, and I was going to ask you whether you were wearing glasses when you did the persona, and it was all answered. But um, when I filled you onto the, the screen, I couldn't tell. I th I thought they were real glasses. For those yeah. of you on the Zoom call here, you might try that if you pin. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, what what if 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 you go off access a little bit like that, yeah, then then yeah, you can you can definitely can see. see them. Yeah, so I, I really like the part where the whole back of his head disappears if he turns ninety degrees. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a one of those yeah. Egyptian statues that the 
back part you know, has fallen <laughs> off. Um, I want to open it up to the I, panel I, here and, and oh, see. Go. Oh, no, go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was just going to say when, when it does the – where are my hands? I need hands. When it does the scan, you get, like, the middle part of your face. The the everything outside of that, the middle part of your face is kind of frozen. So if people have, you know, great hairdos or long hair that kind of sticks out, it seems to make it more plastic or solid. The expression part of your face is what is 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 scanned and animated. So some people are, you know, not happy kind of with that look. I think that's part of the problem. For those of us who have very little hair, this is the perfect time. It's a definite win. Okay. Chuck, I, I might suggest that you ask Eric about his experience in acquiring this, because I know I've heard this story, um, and I, I thought it was pretty interesting. Good story, and, and might be interesting to the viewers. Which which part of it? I don't remember that part. Well, you weren't planning to get it, you you know, and the whole part about setting oh. up the, the viewing and then yeah. what you know what they said about you know taking it home and all that. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I'm supposed to ask you about buying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so so you could you could go in for a demo, but it was a little unclear on that first weekend how you did it. Like, did you just wait in line and sign up for some time on the weekend, oh. or you know how how was that all going to work? As it turns out, it was unclear in the store, too. But basically, they weren't doing outside reservations that first weekend. They had just gotten the software set up. And so I went in early in the morning, and it turned out they had a spot a couple hours later. So I said, oh, I'll just hang out um, and uh, to, to, to go to the session. And I had, like, a long list of questions to ask um, and, you know, was able to kind of go through that. Um uh, he had a couple weird things because I wanted to um, to to get the the Vision Pro, but I wanted to do monthly Apple Care. Um, but I didn't bring a credit card because I didn't want to get anything else. I was just going to use my watch and you know Apple Pay and and scan it. But you can't use Apple Pay for monthly Apple Care. Yeah, that only works if you're getting the whole thing. So, so they said, well, you need to, you have to have a credit card. So I said, okay, fine. I'll, I'll go, go home. I'll get the credit card, come back. And they said, yeah, yeah, we'll just, we'll, we'll hold the bag for you. And, and, um, evidently that part of the software wasn't really fine tuned. And there's several, several bins you could put people into and they stuck it in the bin of, yeah, this person visited but isn't interested and left instead of the bin of hang on to this so that they can come back later and pick it up. Because when I showed up later, they said, oh, um, yeah, we're, we're all out of those because I didn't need anything more than 256. And they ran out. Um, and, you know, so they were sympathetic to my plight and said, well, we'll, we'll give you a deal on the storage case. To make up for the fact that we accidentally sold yours. <clears throat> um, so, you know, that worked well. And the storage case turns out to actually be useful. You, you need something because the lenses on the Vision Pro are um, scratch prone. 
Um, I read somewhere that the, it's glass on the inside, but there's a plastic layer. It's not the other way around. So it's not likely to break if you drop it, or at least it's more resistant. However, um, whatever you rub over it is likely to scratch it. So you want to keep it protected. It comes with a lens cover uh, and a cloth to clean it. And, you know, just you want to be careful of it. It's not as resilient as an iPhone. Got it. Before we go on, uh, I want to welcome Guy Searle. He has made it into the chat, popping uh, a can of something. I don't want to know, oh, Guy. No, that, was, that was my my when, healthy beads. Yeah, but I heard you doing the crack. I heard you crack something. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that was um, yeah. my uh, uh, fresca. Oh, a fresco. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to say it's a special Australian Austrian lager that's only grown from the finest milk from yaks, but <laughs> no, it's a fresco. Well, I want to open this up to the panel and also to the chat room uh, and ask questions of, of Marty and Eric, because I know we all have a lot of them. I know I have a lot and I could just sit here and keep going, but uh, I want to make sure everyone else gets their questions answered. So, Mark, you I, I, I see a hand. I'll, I'll give you the first question. Oh, you're muted, Mark. Hate when that happens. Okay, thank you, Chuck. Uh, the question to both uh, Marty and Eric is, imagine you know going forward three or four months, initial excitement over all the stuff is behind you. What do you see about this device that you think you will be using regularly four months you know from now? I'll start with that. I, I know definitely it's going to be, uh, an entertainment system for me. I'm going to be watching movies through it. It's just a tremendous experience. The, the 3D movies, uh, I was watching Dune um, with it and the expansiveness of it. Uh, but I'm slowly working my way into trying to use it for, you know, sitting down, putting it on, working through some email or definitely working through some uh, messages that have come, um, checking schedule, stuff, frankly, you can do on your phone. But um, it's it's I'm trying to put it into my workflow in terms of some productivity or at least clearing things off my uh, off my desktop, but doing it with the uh, doing it with a headset instead, uh, because I couldn't just justify this as a really cool movie theater. Um, I am trying to work it into some productivity process. I would like to think maybe there's some educational purpose for it, but. I haven't found that yet. And like most Mac products, uh, and, and particularly new products, it, you, they'll figure out what users are using it for, and then that'll be the reason for buying it, like the watch and uh, and health and exercise. Uh, wasn't intended to be that initially, but it moved into that kind of market. So that's my hope three months from now. Eric, Eric how, how about you? If he can hear us. Oh, he dropped again. Uh, okay. Eric's still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, this, these are live demos, folks. This is the way things really are at the moment. Okay. So. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did you hear Mark's question? Uh, yes. Okay. 
um, uses. So, so there, there, so there's a set of things. One, this is an expensive product for being like a first version. It's like a really like the first version of the iPhone. So expensive product. It was cool. This is great. Um, I'm not sure it's coolness factor is enough to make it worth the full price. So I talked to a bunch of my coworkers and basically we're going to pool our money and, and split it between three people. And then I feel much better about, you know, everything, but use uses for me for years, I've been taking panoramic pictures, but looking at panoramic pictures is a royal pain in the behind. You know, you like zoom in and then you scroll, 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 scroll to see everything and scroll, scroll, scroll back. Otherwise, you get this large rectangle with, um, you know, distortion kind of in the middle part. Put on the glasses, put up uh, uh, the, the panorama, click immersive, and you are standing on a stage with glorious panoramic picture all around you. You can turn around and look behind you, turn around the other way, look at details, uh, the places where, you know, I, I parked at a scenic overpass and took a picture of the scenic overpass with a sign. I can stand there and read the sign of the description of the overpass while I'm looking at the glorious overpass in front of me. It is the best thing. That alone almost makes it worth it. Just that. Hmm. Eric, you, you bring up something I have, I've not seen anything mentioned about it. Now it doesn't mean it isn't it. I just haven't noticed. Um, is there any way to interact with 360 video in this? Or is that, is, is that, is spatial video what Apple considers 360? I don't know. Somebody sent me some but I haven't had a chance to try it yet to find out if there's software or conversion. So I don't know what it looks like yet. Um, um, but I've got a friend who with a drone and a GoPro and then Jim has some footage also that I'm curious if it would work. Um, I, I don't know the answer yet. I, I suspect if it doesn't exist yet, somebody will come up with software. Um, you can at least convert it to a movie and watch the movie, but I, I'm unsure about the rest of it. The, um, that was, I guess the other thing that was neat, but also a little unexpected. So with a phone, you can take a panoramic picture. I don't know if you can do a panoramic picture with the vision pro. I don't, there doesn't appear to be a way to do it. With the phone, you can take um, uh, video with depth, or you, um, but you can't do stills with the. Uh, I'm blanking on the term, but you know the 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 uh, with spatial. Thank you, um, spatial still uh, spatial video you can take on the phone. With the Vision Pro, you can do spatial video, but you also can do spatial stills. Uh, I don't know why you can't do a spatial still on the camera. Not really sure. Uh, so that was kind of neat. But the spatial stills and spatial video still kind of feel like looking out the the window on an airplane. You know, the the field of view isn't quite as wide as I'd like. Um, 
it's still cool. The depth is cool. The animation is cool. I went to a dam and was watching seagulls flying down and pulling fish out of the water. Really neat. Uh, but a, a, uh, a panoramic picture, that was just stunning. We'll have more on the Apple Vision Pro with this panel next time on Mac Voices. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.